It's still Goals Thursday. And I got to say, it's really weird doing these recaps and hearing my own voice on AHL TV. (laughs) It's kind of cool, but I'm still getting used to that. So we'll talk about the last few games for the San Diego Goals on this edition of Locked on Anaheim Ducks. You're Locked on Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks or Locked On Goals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. This is Zuri. I've been covering hockey for a long time, contributing to Defend the Nest. And also currently, as of this month, a public address announcer in the American Hockey League. You can follow me at StimpyJD, follow the adventures all that jazz, and I'm going to have a challenge here. I'm going to hold Zuri for the entirety of a segment because she's so flippin' adorable. Zuri, say hi to the fine folks out there. Yep, she she's a big hockey fan. Um, for those that are regular viewers, she just got groomed. So, yeah, fun times. All right, so we got to talk about the last few games that the San Diego goals have played. I don't know what she's looking at, but she's just staring on the floor. Actually, she's staring at all the mess I made. Um, those of you on the Twitter, you, you'll see that mess. All right. Should I let her down? Okay. Should I let you down? Yeah. Oh, what a good girl. All right. Yeah. She's she's tired. She's a happy pup. So these last few games have... Well, the first couple on the road did not go well for San Diego. They they went bad, didn't they? They were not good, huh, Zuri? Sorry, were they were they good games? They were not. In fact, I would say the first game was downright disastrous. All right, say goodbye to all the fine folks out there. Goodbye. All right. The game at Tech CU Arena against the San Jose Barracuda was anything but good as I'll let her down. Just to put it simply, it was a 6-0 massacre against the Barracuda. Um... Not much good can be said about that game except for a couple of miraculous saves by Lukash Dostal. That was cool. But I've got to talk about everything else that happened in that game. Namely, one that had consequences for Sunday's game that I happened to be public address announcing for. A big consequence. First, let's get to the end of the second period because I can't talk about goals, goals because there were no goals goals in this one none in fact i would say that san diego maybe had one or two really good chances that could have gone in and did not that's just how it goes sometimes it's really unfortunate what is she doing back there i don't know if you could see but i'm gonna move over she's i i don't know what she's doing back there i'm leaving this all in yeah yeah, she's just being weird back there. All right. So, <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm going to let I'm going to let the audience see what she's doing. She's a weird dog. Yeah. And she doesn't want to be on camera. I'm leaving this all in. Actually, you know what? That's a perfect encapsulation of what the goals went through. The goals dug themselves into a deep hole and never looked back. They were down one nothing, two nothing, three nothing, four nothing, very quickly in this one. End of the second period, 
a lot of fighting happens, a bit of a melee, and we saw some crap happen between Travis Howe, Hunter Drew. Yeah, I know, right? A lot happened there. And then you had Adam Raska get in there and Jeffrey VL. All of it not good. Then we get to the end of the game. There's about three and a half minutes left. And there's a bit of a scrum in front of the net. We see a bit of a battle happen between Adam Raska and Hunter Drew. These two had already kind of squared off earlier in the game. They had been getting under each other's skin. Raska did a good job of pissing Drew off. And during that third period, you can kind of see it start to happen more and more. And after a Luke Johnson, Luke Johnson shot on Lukash Dostal, you can see it on the replay. Hunter Drew took his stick and just jabbed it right toward the midsection of Adam Raska. And it was on. The ref caught that right away. And he was assessed a match penalty, which at the time we didn't know what the match penalty was for. It wasn't until after the game that the score sheet was, I guess, changed. And it was shown to be a spearing penalty. Those are the kind of penalties that usually draw some kind of suspension. And it wasn't until late that we found out that there was a suspension. But nonetheless... Hunter Drew got a match penalty for spearing Adam Raska. And the game would end on a five-minute power play for the Barracuda. They just pretty much held onto the puck the entire time. They didn't shoot it. They didn't do much. Final score, 6 to nothing in favor of the Barracuda. Dostal did everything he could. But San Diego just had nothing on offense. They were completely frustrated the entire game. Hunter Drew was the most frustrated in this game, getting himself ejected. And we'll talk about the consequences of that Spearing penalty after the first intermission at a game that I happen to be, you know, right there for. So we will get to that on the other side. But first, let's talk about FanDuel because we're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sportsbook in America. FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better because they have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy, unless you're in California. But you could talk about the NFL. Four teams left in who in the playoffs. Who's going to make it? Who's going to play in the Super Bowl? Of course, you have the NBA and the NHL. All-star games coming up very soon. And if you're a new customer, join today and get 150 bucks in free bets guaranteed win or lose when you place your first $5 bet. So, hey, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get 150 bucks in free bets win or lose at fanduel.com/lockedon. Once again, that's fanduel.com/lockedon. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Welcome back to Locked On Goals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And right now, I'm a PA announcer 
for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Oh, yeah, that's the game we got to talk about. We've got to talk about the game against the Firebirds. Even though I was there, I still went back and watched the game for a couple of things that I may have missed. And I'm glad I did. First off, it's 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 really cool hearing my own voice. So if you haven't done that yet, you know, like if you have AHL TV, you could hear my voice next weekend. The goals have a pair of games at Coachella Valley. And, you know, I'll even make a plea to all the fans. Like if you want to check out a game down there, I'll be doing the PA. I'd love to have as many goals fans down there as possible because you guys are all awesome. All right. Yeah. It wasn't until a little bit before the game. The goals were actually on the road when they found out that Hunter Drew had been suspended by the American Hockey League. So very, very truthful. He didn't know that he was suspended yet. He didn't. And it wasn't until we found out literally like just before the game that there had been a suspension. So I'm like, ah, dang it. All right. And I said, ah, dang it, because I have my rosters ready before each game. Like I have to make my rosters up mainly because I have to get the pronunciations correct. So I'm looking at my guide before the game. It's a Sunday game. And then I see across the AHL website and literally the news thing came out that day that Hunter Drew had been suspended for one game because of his match penalty. Because he speared Raska, he was gone for a game. And it literally said, Drew will miss San Diego's game today at Coachella Valley. I was on the road when that happened. And it wasn't until I got there that I found out. That also happened with San Diego. They were on the road. They found out. Hunter was there. He couldn't play. So that means that San Diego already had all their injuries taking place. They already had all these guys down. And Hunter Drew couldn't play. So guess what that means? San Diego had to play with 19 players. And if you're wondering, like I know some of you are wondering, well, why the hell couldn't they call someone else up from Tulsa? Well, first off, they didn't find out till that day. Okay, shouldn't they have someone else on there? Yeah, they had Michael Delzato. He had just gotten injured. Well, wait, didn't he play? Yeah, he did play. Michael Delzato did play the previous game at San Jose. And there was really no indication of an injury. There may have been an indication late in Friday's game. And he just couldn't go. He was just unable to go. He couldn't go out there for warm-ups. So I'm looking at the ice and going, wait, I count 19. My producer also says, wait a minute. Are you sure there's only 19? So I do my count again during warm-ups. I'm like, oh, wait. Oh, crap. Yeah. 19. That's it. That's all they had. They couldn't bring anyone else back from Tulsa. They couldn't bring anyone from the Ducks because the Ducks are on the road. So San Diego had to play with 19 guys. Can you imagine how weird that was? 
to have 19 guys. I had to announce seven scratches before the game. And as soon as I saw that Delzado was hurt and Drew was suspended, I went, oh, this is going to be weird. It's going to be really weird. So they only went 11 forwards, 6D. San Diego had all the energy in the first period, even though there were some really weird shifts going on. They had all the energy in that first period. They played with an extra pep in their step. They were trying to protect the puck in front of Ole Eriksson Ek as much as possible. The defense was actually very good on the first period. Pavel Regenda had a nice goal in the first period, like really quickly in the first two. one nothing after 20 minutes. Nicholas Bruyard with a nice apple there. And then it was pretty much all Coachella Valley from that point on. I will say I could see it from my vantage point. San Diego began to run out of energy very quickly. They had zero gas left by the end of the game. Nothing left. Because all of a sudden you saw more and more guys with shorter shifts. Dmitry um, Osipov. Osipov got called for fighting. Travis Howe was fighting. And by the way, <laughs> that first fight, the Howe Witko fight, Eddie Witko is a great player. He's a very skilled player. He's not a fighter, guys. I I just gotta say it. Eddie Witko is not really much of a fighter. He got his butt kicked by Travis Howe. The second fight, yeah, I don't think Dimitri wanted that fight because Ian Ian McKinnon pretty much kicked his ass on that one. He did. McKinnon McKinnon won that fight. That's the fight that really got the crowd going. And that's the one that brought the energy back to the Firebirds. Even though McKinnon had to go down for repairs after that fight, you could see it in the faces of everybody. They're like, oh, all right, let's go. Let's go. And then all of a sudden, you saw the goals just take dumb penalty after dumb penalty one of those was a really bad penalty by Drew Hellison because he looked gassed. And at one point, you had a bunch of penalties happen at once. And that's when it just got really stupid. Really stupid for San Diego. They were t- they were making too many dumb plays. They were starting to get beat on the rush. They were starting to get weak on their forecheck and their backcheck. And that's what happens when you only skate 11 forwards is those forward lines are going to eventually really tire out. And you're going to have some guys double shifting like crazy. That's exactly what happened. There was a few guys that were double shifting like mad. And that's what happens when you only have 19 skaters. That's it. So in that third period, all Firebirds. I mean, Ty, Ty Cartier scored. And then Glenn Godden scored in the second period. The goals were winning. After 40 minutes. But they had nothing left. After those first 40 minutes. Absolutely nothing. It's not their fault. They were just that shorthanded. Colin scored. And then Jesper Froden scored. Just 20 something seconds later. And then 14 seconds later. Ian McKinnon got called for elbowing. Like I was in the middle of my goal call. I was in the middle of saying Firebirds goal. You know, announcing Colins, then Jimmy Schultz, 
And right before I could say Ty Cartier, they scored again. Jesper scored. And right when I was going to announce that goal, Ian McKenna got the penalty. I'm like, oh my God, all this crap is happening. But San Diego, like I could see it on the corner of my eye. Even though San Diego had the power play, and even as I was announcing stuff, the Firebirds were just chucking stuff down the ice. They were getting the clears easily during that last goal's power play. I knew I knew it. I knew San Diego was done at that point. Hughes scored another one late in the game. Final score was 4-2 to two in front of a raucous crowd at Akershire Arena. It was a packed house. Why was it a packed house, you ask? Oh, there was a certain number 99 there who I am glad I got to meet. And just to give a little brief insider, I love the fact that Wayne Gretzky, when he introduces himself, he actually says, hi, Wayne Gretzky. And I'm in my head thinking, yeah, of course we know who you are. Like everybody knows who Wayne Gretzky is, but I love the humbleness. I love the fact that he still introduces himself and uses his full name and says, hi, I'm Wayne Gretzky. Like that, that was just super cool. Getting to meet him again and getting to introduce him before the game. That's, that's going way up there in my book. Yeah, it was a fun time, except for the goals getting their butts kicked. But when you're playing shorthanded, I I knew it would happen. Like, as soon as I saw the lineups, I knew. I I just knew. All right. We got one more game to talk about. So we'll talk about that game after the second intermission. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Gulls, which is under the umbrella of Locked On Anaheim Ducks and part of the Locked On podcast network give my props once again to san diego's very own mad hat hucksters they're playing a little ditty here right now so we got one more game to talk about and guess what it actually was good for the san diego goals probably i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that was probably their best win of the season that they just had last night it was fun to watch like it actually was legit fun to watch because it was the Rocco Grimaldi show. That's what it really was. We also saw the comeback of Michael Delzato and Hunter Drew. His suspension was done. Woo! Oh, and Dostal starting. Yes. So we had the big guns playing in this game. And it was the big guns that showed up. It really was just three guys. That took over this game. Two of whom are NHL veterans. Rocco Grimaldi and Michael Delzato. It was their show, folks. Those were the two guys that were all over the place. Actually, more so Rocco Grimaldi was all over the place. You know how I sometimes say that Rocco Grimaldi makes himself known in the lineup. This was a game where he made his presence felt. And it felt like he was everywhere. Everywhere in this game. He was on the defensive end easily. He was in front of the net easily. He was skating 200 feet back and forth, back and forth. It was like there was a rocket up his ass. That's how he played the game last night. He was 
that good, folks. That good. It's games like this where I think to myself, gee, wouldn't it be great if the Ducks had him in their lineup? Just imagine what it would be like to have a guy like Rocco Grimaldi play at that level for the Anaheim Ducks. Just imagine that. And I've been on the Rocco Grimaldi train since training camp. I said all the way back in September, the Ducks should give him a chance. They should absolutely give him a chance to play this season. And they didn't. When the Ducks passed him by and he went to San Diego, I went, oh, that could be a mistake down the line. Because Grimaldi is a guy that you want on your roster. I still think it's kind of a disservice to Grimaldi that he's not on the Ducks. Because when he has games like that where he can take over, I mean completely take over, then you think, well, geez, why the hell isn't he on the Ducks? Why? I I really can't answer that. I, I don't know if I could legit give a straight answer as to the why. But goals fans should be excited to still have him around this season because you know what? If he has more games like this and if the goals can get on some kind of miraculous run, they could make a push for a playoff spot. Just to briefly go over this game, it was those two. Michael Delzato scored really quickly in the game. And then to make it really fun, kind of in expert mode, Pavel Regenda got a bad hooking penalty. Like, this was a bad one. And then just as the power play was about to expire, you had a bad little fumbling of the puck out on the blue line. And then you had MDZ to Glenn Godden to Rocco Grimaldi. Uh, Some pretty nifty passing back and forth. I wouldn't say Harlem Globetrotters action, but there was some nice passing on that shorty. So that made it 2-0 San Diego early on. Now, Noah Philp did score late in the period. But second period, that's where the goals said, you know what, F you guys. We're going to really push the envelope, and they did. Bo Grew scored. Then Glenn Godden scored. 4-1. to one. It was 4-1 to one in favor of San Diego. They're winning by a lot. They're out shooting Bakersfield. 27-20 at this point. This is great. The goals are finally going to come back and win. Right? Oh, not so fast. Uh, what, what, what happened there? Well, Ty Tulio scored on their power play. Okay, not too worried yet. You know, could be worse. Oh, Devin Shore. Rem- remember that guy? Remember Devin Shore? Yes, that Devin Shore. Um, He kind of scored, and all of a sudden it's a one-goal game. <sighs> yeah, um, I'm getting a little worried here. Yeah, just, just a little bit. Um, I'm also worried because before that all happened, uh, Pavel Regenda didn't see any ice time because he and Luke Esposito kind of got into a little bit of a brawl there. Um, Regenda played pissed off all night. He did. And he's going in there and he's drawing fights. I'll talk more about Regenda in a second. But that one was close. The Condors were this close to tying it up. 
San Diego nearly blew a three-goal lead. Rocco Grimaldi, thank God, got an empty netter. The goals were outshot 13-3 in the final frame. They escaped. This has been kind of an issue with both San Diego and Anaheim this season, where on the rare occasions that they have a big lead, they will take their foot off the gas. San Diego has already done this a couple of times this season. They almost did it again on this game. But thank goodness. Thank goodness for Rocco Grimaldi. With a four-point night. Two goals, two apples. And now I got to talk about the Regenda agenda. Pavel Regenda, as he's leaving the ice, he, he does a pantomime that I can only describe as petty. I, I love petty Regenda. Where he kind of looks back and goes, ah, he goes like that towards Bakersfield. I love it. I freaking love it. You know, have the balls to do that. <laughs> yeah, boys got big balls there. Loved seeing it. Great win for the San Diego goals. Quick look at the standings. I mean, we know the standings. They're in last place. On the entire AHL. Their last place by a bunch. Just to look at the points. Really quick. San Diego has 24 points. Condors 31. Silver Knights 35. San Jose's at 37. They're 13 points behind San Jose. That's six and a half games back. With 31 to go. The goal's got to go on a run. They've got to go on a big big run coming up. I don't know if they can do it against the Firebirds because the Firebirds are that good at home. Coachella Valley currently has a 14 game point streak. Not to, you know, give myself a pat on the pat on the back, but ever since I started doing PA for the Firebirds, they haven't lost a game in regulation. 14 consecutive games with a point. They are 13-0-1. <laughs> yeah. I've legit done nine games. And they have not lost more than a point. The one loss that I called. Was you know. A late shootout. Against the Ontario Reign. That's it. As far as the goals. Here's what they have coming up. Over the next week. Tomorrow night. Well actually this whole week. They're at home. They've got a game against the Condors. That's a 7 o'clock start on Friday. Then Saturday. It is 70s night. It is disco night at Pechanga Arena. So get out those bell bottoms. Get those old 70s clothes. And really dress to the nines. For that game at San Diego. They also have some nifty jerseys. That's against Ontario. So Friday against the Condors. Saturday against the Rain. Next Wednesday... Against the Abbotsford Canucks. And then we have a couple of games at Coachella Valley before the All-Star break. Fans, if you're not busy next Friday and Saturday, I would love to get a ton of support out there. And I'd love to see as many goals fans make it out there as possible. So, you know, check it out. Check out Acrisure Arena. Check out the goals at the Firebirds. I would say if the goals have a good chance to come back in the standings, these three games are it. They've got to beat the Condors. They've got to beat the Rain. And they've got to beat the Canucks. So those are the next three games. Uh, 
All right, that's going to do it for this podcast. Once again, thanks for checking us out. Uh, you can get this podcast wherever podcasts can be found. It's free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, YouTube. You can follow me on YouTube, come sa at StimpyJD. There it is. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. You can email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Once again, thank you all for your continued support. It is so greatly appreciated. For Locked On Goals, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the night. Please continue to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and ducks and gulls fly together. (laughs) 